0: I won't ever understand My shorties be mad When all I wanna do is stick my toes in the sand
1: There's nothing wrong with champagne, dancing and such But the nightlife in the city don't impress me much F-I-S-H-I-I-N Fishing 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 I don't feel right in the club I'd rather be out Sitting in my 14 foot some trout the fishes all tremble at the thought of me when i am country
0: wisdom and knowledge is a wicked combination and brian bro bro's has plenty of both bro we we're you know in late august we went through uh, kind of a hot weather stretch and now we're in a cool weather stretch and uh, what does that all mean for walleye fishing right now
1: Actually, it's uh, going to uh, trigger a good bite. Uh, consistent weather patterns and pressure is very important. We had some extremely high pressure. For weeks, with a few days where it dipped a little bit, but uh, any barometric any pressure, either too high or too low, is never any good. But super high pressure for a long period of time wasn't really fun to deal with. But now we've got uh, nice, cooler weather with enjoyable to fish in. And I've seen a spark in the fishing, even though we were catching fish the entire time but this the fishing is a lot better
0: well and we know that as it cools down and we get into fall it you know it's it's just a great stretch so this might be kind of getting us in that direction
1: getting in the direction and definitely uh, we got a little ways to go in temperature the water temperatures were still pushing seventy and uh, I'm sure they might be in the high 60s today but as soon as it gets a little bit lower. That's surface temp. But when the waters uh, go down just a little bit more, uh, 65, even the 60s, everything just gets wild. And uh, you know, from walleyes uh, are going right now, but they'll just ramp it up even more. And you'll get a little bit, not so much a, a big migration, but uh, they'll start moving, moving uh, onto the bars and on the on the green weed edges. Then the panfish right now are suspended there's thermoclines on small lakes so they're right at that thermocline whatever you see and thermoclines are easy to read on your uh on your hummingbird you could see uh the bottom has kind of a sketchy look to it and that's just a temperature barrier with lack of oxygen below it so stay above that for panfish and the walleyes hold to that too but on big waters i'm not really seeing it and we haven't had major die-offs very you know a few suckers and tulipies, but not like we have in the past, where people had to clean shorelines and have wheelbarrows but uh, so the the fish didn't get that stressed, but anytime we get long durations of warm weather, we do get some some uh, heavy feeding activities.
0: okay where uh you know in the last few weeks has the most consistent bite been?
1: well it's uh the leech was slower. But then now it's picking up. Uh, It's really picking up, I should say. There was hardly any heartbeat there at all, but you can never keep that lake down. It's full of walleyes, and there's a lot of walleyes and big ones, and they're starting to turn on. Uh, That was a crankbait bite. Uh, Bemidji's probably been one of the more consistent bites. I'm not always on Bemidji, but I have friends that are there. Uh, Some of my friends are on there just about all the time, and then uh, Cass Lake has been... It Was good in the spring, and it was. It's been a bear cat all summer, <clears throat> and uh, a lot of people coming up wondering if there's any fish left. And it's just full of fish, and all these lakes have their windows. Winnie turned on. Some of the fish went up in the weeds. and they're getting them on bullets uh, and uh, rainbow spinners, or even rock runner bottom bouncers out in the humps. But for the most part, they started moving in. But Winnie's been hot all year, but not for for eaters. Yeah, if you want to go whip up on some big fish and bend a rod and catch nice fish, that's the lake for you. If you want to catch smaller fish, staying close to home, Bemidji and surrounding uh, lakes, uh, Black Duck and and all these uh, little lakes are full of eaters, and uh, just choose what you want to do. If you want to go for bigs or if you want to go for littles
0: you know the thing about uh winnie I, I think it took some people you know a little while to adjust to the new reality of winnie as the, the water is clear to you know some on that lake and i really think that's the biggest problem on cast lake too it's it's a whole new ball game with the even clearer water than ever before and you got to figure out what that means for walleye fishing
1: oh yeah and you, you think clear water oh they got to go really deep well no they went shallower because <laughs> with clear water they're in the weeds and uh if you like bass fishing for walleyes, that's the lake for you because that's <laughs> what you got to do. And the, the bass pros that have had tournaments out there. They're, they're chuckling because they're catching them by accident. And, uh, so the, the, you know, it, it, it didn't actually go the way we thought it would. There are fish that go deep in these, these big, deep bodies of water, but vegetation is, uh, a, a key player. Cause that's where the, uh, the bait, uh, and the insect hatches come out of the basin. So, I'm sure there's some there but they they're not uh they're not biting so most of your fish are going to be in the weeds on most of our lakes and clear waters not the end it's yeah. just learn to fish it that's all I have to say there so far there's no proof that there's less fish there's more fish cuz no one's catching them <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's <laughs> more fish than
1: ever <laughs> That
0: is probably true Oh what overall? I mean, you know, you you mentioned Bemidji being a pretty good, steady lake. What kind of grade would you have given this summer for walleye fishing overall?
1: Oh, geez, uh, if I had to get, I'd give it a, like a B. Yeah. Uh, you, you know, I'm getting them every day. I don't post meat shots, but I'm getting people their limits. And but by any means necessary, I'm, I've I've had to have some days uh, thirty to forty rods in the boat, switching different ways we fish. And uh, you know, from instinctive reaction, uh, things like puppet minnows or rattle baits to uh, slip slip bobber, you know, light bite bobber. I uh, call it uh, speed corking. You know, everybody has a different name for it, but that's the one I remember from 30 years ago. Speed corking—you just go around, you mark them, you drop the bobber, and uh, then rigging. Rigging with a, a rock runner bottom bouncer would be good if the crayfish didn't absolutely maul your minnow nonstop or your leech or your crawler. You have to float it high to get it off the bottom. So, what I found is if you are dragging a rig, a short rig, uh, like a roach rig, but to shorten it up to about two feet, drag the sinker, make sure your bait is not on the bottom. And if you want to use this, uh, you want to drag a light bite bobber and set it up, you're going to get some bowl. But at least you're not, you're not getting the, the the, the crayfish are super active right now. And they just line up and grab bait as it comes by, believe it or not. And even if you're rip jigging, you still get crayfish because they're so aggressive. So this is a little window. It happens every year and it's almost through with. And as uh, the waters cool down, those little monsters will go away. We can drag (laughs) our minnows and our leeches again.
0: Stay with us, we have many more topics to cover with Brian Roborow's Dog.
1: There are three seasons in Minnesota fishing, ice fishing, and hell on earth. This is Fish and Paul Bunyan Country. This is Fish and Paul Bunyan Country.
0: Checking in today with one of the best guys in Paul Bunyan country, Bro Bros Dog. Well, I know you're a guy who loves to panfish whenever you get the opportunity uh, uh, you know, um, when the walleyes were slow on the hot weather times. Uh, that is actually a great time to catch panfish.
1: Oh, it is. It's uh, Crappie fishing has been uh, excellent this year. I'd give that an A. Okay. Uh, they're, they're biting on all the lakes, and that's one thing we have around here. We have almost every lake has a population of crappies. Um, they're not all giant, but, uh, there are lakes that do have really big crappies. The, the days of endless 14 inches everywhere is gone, but now there's a lot of lakes with, with uh, nine to 12 inch crappies. And when we're eating and we're looking for the 10 to 11 inch crappies, but, uh, and bluegills where there's bluegill populations everywhere. And, And now, and then there's trophy lakes. Uh, but, uh, you know, they hold to the weeds, vegetation, green stuff. Uh, we started out, we got warm real fast. We had algae on our vegetation, and a lot of those weeds have perished. And there's still weeds out there with algae, but there's some nice, clean vegetation, and that's what's what the panfish are in. And if you want to get panfish, move slowly along the weed line. Uh, if, you're, if you're going real slow and trolling along the weed line, the rod on the other side of the boat will never catch them. They're right on the weed line, and uh, crappies like a little movement. So just going along with a little thumper head and a crappie minnow, you're going to catch fish. And we're getting close to the time where they dump into the basins, not on all lakes, but on most lakes, and that's where they feed on, and they follow the minnows in.
0: Right. Uh, You you just mentioned a a little bit about, uh, you know, 10- and 11-inch crappies for for eating purposes. Um, You know, what about... uh, bluegills what should we be keeping what do we need to keep putting back into the water
1: well bluegills are real stocky fish they're i mean they're they're just completely round so they're bigger you don't need them real big and they've proved that the taking large gills stunts the population don't keep any bluegills over nine inches unless if you want to mount them mounting one fish never killed off a body of water right but for a fork full of meat don't destroy it um Throw back the ones that touch nine, and I still bump into people, and they're still keeping big ones. Well, what are they? This is like the last area that has them in the whole Midwest. There's a few farm ponds in Iowa, and there's a very, very few lakes in Michigan, uh, all the way to New York, and you know, so uh, Western Minnesota still has them, also, but that uh, you just can't keep them. And the people keeping them, they don't care, and don't be like a person who doesn't care. Uh, throwback bluegills if they touch 9 and up, and an 8-inch bluegill's a big bluegill. Uh, let's face it, that's a big bluegill in most places now. So harvesting bluegills under 9 inches is just the best way to go. And if you need more meat, go for a walleye. <laughs> go for a perch. We're lucky to have jumbo perch in our area. They don't exist everywhere. Go get some big jumbo perch and catch bluegills. Uh, keep some uh, mediums. I'm not saying keep tiny ones. Keep mediums throw the biggies back yeah
0: you know i uh, uh we i think we've talked about this before bro but uh, it's always worth bringing up you know um i've heard heard more and more talk and i don't know if it's going to be officially brought up uh, anytime soon but there seems to be some push towards a four walleye limit statewide what are your thoughts on that
1: oh it doesn't bother me at all uh six you know, if you're going to have a fish fry, six is nice, but not everybody's having a big fish fry. And uh, Bemidji area, Brainerd, this whole area, we're known to be good, good fishing people. We're yep. throughout the United States. Everybody thinks of this area as real excellent. Everybody's great at fishing up here. And when you're good at fishing, you get the fish a lot. You don't need to whack them that bad. I mean, we love catching and releasing and catching fish, but for walleyes walleyes—that's a lot of—that's a lot of fish when you when you cook them that's plenty uh well it kind of makes guiding a little easier that's two less i have to come up with but a <laughs> uh, leech lake has had a four limit for a long time and it hasn't deterred traffic or no one's really complaining about it uh four doesn't hurt but if one thing let's kind of have a unilateral thing instead of having to have a a big manual on every little lake four fish one over 20 would be a great model i think and uh and uh let it go from there. Let's have some small fish in the lake as well as big fish and it's nice to have big fish, but uh I I, I like uh four fish is a pretty good pretty good uh measure. And there are lakes that are more resilient than others, but uh, uh then then we get into that thick manual on all different regulations. Let's uh let's simplify. Four fish, one over twenty would be a great deal.
0: I you know, I think you would find Pretty much of a by and large blanket agreement on that statewide,
1: yeah it's three gets kind of uh kind of scary. I think Heather and I could eat four, but we don't need eight <laughs> you know so but four you know i'm she'll have one and I'll have three you know, <laughs> growing boy and uh but you know it's uh it's it's one of those things uh we do have some of the best large walleye fishing, you know Winnie's full of large walleyes. Mille Lacs is absolutely full of fish. I don't know what's going on down there. I hope it never happens up here. I think, I think people yeah. would, uh, would go nuts if, uh, lakes were getting closed down up here. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's, uh, four fish is good and, uh, we have big fish now in all of our fisheries and the walleyes do eat walleyes. It's not, and yeah. <laughs> you know, I always hear that smallmouth bass are, are hard and, and that's what happened to Mille Lacs. Smallmouth bass are awesome fish. Uh, they eat crayfish. They, if they're going to target fish, they, they'll eat perch. There's no documentation ever of any walleyes ever being in a smallmouth bass. And you can go to the DNR uh, and talk to them. They did a study on it, and there was no walleyes ingested by a smallmouth bass. For those guys who are whacking the smallies, thinking that they're hurting hurting walleyes, they, someone's got to Got to talk to them.
0: <laughs> you know, you addressed it a little bit, uh, but that was the one question I had. From your, you know, as a business perspective, that's this is how you make your living. You don't think the four walleye limits would be an issue as far as uh, traffic and angling and tourism and oh, all that?
1: No, not at all. Okay, uh, when, when people come up and they want to go fishing, yeah, they want to have a uh, a meal of uh, Northwoods walleyes, but they're it's not a deal breaker to go from six to four. Uh, they catch walleyes all day, and then they get four targeted size ones to keep per person in the boat. If you got three people, that's twelve walleyes. And most of the people want to eat the fish while they're here. There are not not everybody goes to the resort takes home frozen fish. They they eat them while they're here, and then there's that's it. And uh, that's what I see with most of the clients that are in my boat. There are a few people that want to take everything they can. Noah's Ark instead of two of everything, a limit of everything. Yeah. But, <laughs> that's, you know, those are people who probably get out once a year. And it's, you know, you can't get too strict and everything. And every, you know, some people get out a lot, some people don't. And if they don't get out a lot, let them keep some fish. Um, you know, there's there's a story behind every trip. And uh, most people uh, just want to get a meal of fish and, uh, and that's, that's it. There. And it ain't going to change anything.
0: Another thing we've talked about in the past uh, is is how good we have it here. And you know, as I read your your uh, Twitter feed and you know all the times you're on you know big city radio stations, I, I'm actually privileged to have a guy of your your fame on my show on a regular oh, basis. Geez. But you know, <laughs> yeah. you're you're on Chicago radio. I mean, they don't put. They don't put uh, programmings people aren't interested in, you know, on Chicago radio and, and Detroit radio and things like that. That shows me right there how much the nation loves, at least the sportings nation, loves what we have here in Minnesota, that they want to talk about it in Chicago and Detroit and other big cities.
1: Absolutely. Uh, you you look, I mean, just we have Google Earth. Now, you look at Google Earth, there is nothing like this anywhere like there is in northern Minnesota, western Minnesota, or just anywhere in this area. I mean, Bemidji, and we're not far from Devils, too, if you want to visit and buy their license, but we are in a good area. There isn't another area like this. You can go to New York. It's not quite the same. You can go to Wisconsin. Not quite the same. Uh, this is a very desired area. We're all lucky to be here in and everybody that here is good at fishing, just about. And uh, and so we're, we're, we're where we want to be. And uh, there is not another place, so let's take care of the one we're at.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and like I say, everybody wants to come here and take advantage of it. I mean, how many people do I know uh, that uh, I still detect a little of that Chicago accent because they moved here uh, because they used to vacation here, you know, and our Cubs fans and, and Packer fans, and I have to deal with that. But anyway, <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is paradise to a lot of people, and we we just got to know that and respect it and not take it for granted.
1: Well, yeah, and and you know, most of the people in my boat actually I quite a few. I have a lot of local area people that hire me. They don't get to fish that much. They got businesses, family. They're they're busy, mm-hmm. and when they go, they want they want to jump in and catch fish. Uh, but yeah, I do get people from out of state. They're very appreciative. They love it here. And uh, and the thing is, they're more apt to take a gamble to move than somebody who's got it pretty good in the Twin Cities. The people from uh, far away are ready to take a risk and move because this is it's, – it's not like going to Alaska. This is a good step, and, and it's a nice place.
0: It, it absolutely is. Well, let's uh, let's preview it. Um, we talked about uh, some some temperature moves that need to be made. What are some of the benchmarks we should be looking for to know that uh, that good fall bite is underway?
1: Well, you know, temp- temperature is everything, but I am already seeing things. A uh, bigger pike are starting to move into the shallows and the water's still warm. And they're coming up because uh, the tulipies and whitefish come in to spawn. And they're already getting ready. They're finding their little ambush spots. And then the loons are starting to flock up, group up, out in the basins because the minnows are starting to dump down. These are precursors to the big fall bite. It's going to happen. We're not that far away. Uh, starting to see grouse laying in the highway because they're starting to get squirrely. This is that time of year where everything's starting to come together. Uh, you don't know to grab the gun or the rod, but I know. <laughs> I'll just grab the rod every day. Maybe I'll trip on my grouse gun, but... Uh, this is a great time of year, and we're all poised and ready, and uh, the only thing that gets in the way is work. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> well, bro, uh, do you still have some spots available if people want to hire you this fall, or, or maybe for some yeah, ice fishing? Absolutely.
1: Yeah, absolutely. If you got a warm coat, let's go in October. Give me a shout. Uh, go to com. That's the best way, because uh, I'm not one of those guys that sits on my phone all day. Okay. I, I I check my phone. Af- if it's a text, I'll check, but... I don't sit on the phone and gab. That's why you can't get a hold of me when I'm guiding cuz it's polite not to sit on the phone.
0: That's that's very true. Bro, it is always great to have you on the show. We're going to do it uh, many times throughout the course of the ice fishing season too. In the meantime, take care and thanks for joining us today.
1: Hey, thanks for thanks for having me and everybody have fun on the water and be safe. Fish ale, bomb
0: burn, yeah. Country. Country.